Welcome into Comic Book Women. Tonight, it's just Jen and me. This is like our first time doing a duo-only show. That's true. Hopefully, hopefully you guys don't mind, but Lucy's taking the night off. We are going to miss her. I, can, I already miss her, but uh, so, okay. What do we have on the agenda? Tonight, we are, due to popular demand, spotlighting the incredible artist, Tula Lote. Are you excited, Jen? Yeah. <laughs> this this is a hard one to do, right? There's just so much. Yeah, she has, I think, between interiors and covers, like, over three, four hundred. Really? And she's relatively new. I think her first one was in 2015, 2016, right? Somewhere I think that range? 2013, 2014. Okay, yeah, that's, that's not a long time to be in the field to have that many covers under your belt. Uh, let's see who we have in the house. We have Bravo Comics. Welcome on in. Uh, Luis, hello. What is going on with my comments? They look weird to me. They're like cut off. Uh, that's right. Nigel, hi. Welcome in. Guys, take a quick second before we get started to share the stream out. So give it a thumbs up. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. Tonight's show, the majority of our information is provided by our sponsors over at Cover Price. Mm -hmm. They are offering... Uh, if you use the code FLIPSIDE, you get their unlimited membership for $1.99 per month for two months, which definitely worth it. Their site is such a good resource, and we highly recommend it. So make sure you head over to Cover Price and use that code. Uh, Thunder, good evening. So yeah, if you're just hopping in, we are covering or spotlighting the amazing Tula Lote. All right, so a little bit of background on her first. What did, what did you learn that you think is particularly interesting before we get? I didn't know that she was British or English, and I didn't know her name. Her real name was Lisa Wood. No idea. <laughs> yeah, this is her pen name. Oh, I read an interview somewhere about where she got it from. She kind of made up the last name, it sounds like. But Tula was from a movie that she watched? Well, whenever I see Lote, I'm like, oh, I like Elote. And I'm like, nope, nope, that's spelled different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a unique name, though. I remember I, like I read it. an... I like it too. She was saying that she wanted something that she knew nobody else would have. And I guess Lisa Wood is kind of like, I don't want to say forgettable, but it's definitely more common, right? Well, I mean, my name's Jennifer Courtney and there's tons of them out there. So if I needed to change my name to be a pen to be more original, like, yes. There's lots of Jennifer Courtney's. I think your name's so interesting because you have like a first name <laughs> as both names. I always find that interesting, like Paul Simon or Bruce Wayne. Oh, Brittany Bro, yes, her accent is awesome. Uh, where was she from? Oh, I, I remember reading this too. She is English. Um, Yorkshire, Westershire? That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> but she has a really cute accent. It's very, very like um, what you think when you think English. She's just like a little English rose. Yeah. Well, but then you think like when she, you hear some of her stories and in her interviews, she's into BMX. She was kind of like like the black sheep kind of uh, dyslexic and like her her backstory was just super interesting and compelling. It just 
made me like her even more. Yeah, the dyslexic part, I think, is really fascinating because she was talking about as a child, you know, she struggled with school because of that. Mm -hmm. And what she turned to was comic books. Yeah, her dad gave her a bunch of comics and they like bond over that. And yeah. So that's kind of like what inspired her to start this. So the thought bubble, what's this all about? Well, so she worked at a, like, I think two or three comic book stores in her teens. And then Traveling Man was like, I guess, like the last one she worked at. And she got to know people in the industry and she's like, you know what, I'm gonna do a comic event that is like holistic and just people get together and like, you know, and yeah, Thought Bubble was Thought Bubble. And people, I think she said the first time she's expecting like 300 and like double that showed up. And then really continued on like, I wanna say 2008 was the first, it's like the 13th one now. That's incredible. That's so cool there's like a heroes con on the east coast i've had people compare it to that and i'm like oh man now i want to go to england to go to this convention it sounds really awesome and fun oh i think it sounds like a blast and this year they're having frank miller there they have right, a, so these, a lot of people that are fly out to the uk you and mm -hmm. me let's do it yeah let's go to november, the uk right november 13th and 14th I'm trying, I'm actually thinking if that would be possible because I would love to go to the UK and what a fun way to go and meet up. Ah, hi, Jojo. <laughs> Guys, if you have not met Jojo, she's on our Nearing Nirvana show on Saturdays and she has her own channel. Make sure you sub, she has some good stuff over there. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so yeah, the thought bubble is she took this, like I guess, rooted need as a child to have a safe place to kind of go and meet creators and you know, have everybody have free thought and artists and this is what she came up with and what a badass concept. I love the idea of it. Yeah. And it did get her foot in the door because she ended up like drawing at one of them, right? And they were like, oh my God, you can draw? Well, uh, she like started an Instagram and then I guess they saw her Instagram and then that's how she got into comics. It was, it wasn't, she wasn't like, I'm going to do this to do this. It's just, I'm going to do this for a good cause. She also, she also they work with uh, a charity that helps like just like, kids get homes um with like adoption and like yeah like it just Aww. it's a great great partnership cause and look at that under 12 go free mm -hmm. hell yeah disneyland should take notes all right <laughs> but yeah like she if you just watched a couple of her interviews like, again watching these things made me number one appreciate her more and then yeah. look forward to seeing a convention and figuring out like what can I do? I don't, know. I don't know. So guys, whenever we have a new artist, uh, we spend, you know, a couple of days prior prepping and making sure that we've watched multiple interviews. So we have a really good idea of what this person's all about. And Jen sent me a couple. She did a panel with Jenny Frizen, uh, Del Rey, and who was the other one? Shit. Uh, Colleen Duran. Yes. And so we kind of got to see her and these amazing, talented women all together, which was such a cool interview. And yeah, we learned a lot about her. This is definitely an artist that's not only talented, but she seems to have a heart of gold too. Yeah. So it's like even better. All right, what what do we have here? Mondo posters. Oof, gorgeous ones. It was also cool to hear her talk about, like she didn't really want to talk about money a little bit. She's like, ah, but you find out that artists get more for posters in more time. And you're like, interesting. And you like the Mulholland Drive. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's so pretty. H how much is it? So 
all this, I, I didn't put any prices up because there was like lines through them. So you're like, ah, oh, I hate when they do that because best offer. But I'm, I'm guessing between 100 and 300 for these Mondo posters. Usually they're like limited, I think 250 to 350 print run. Uh, they talk about that too, about how when it's someone else's property, they get like a limited amount to go ahead and put out because it's, it's not something that they personally own. Hmm. Yeah, I remember her saying that. She's like, it's kind of crude to talk about money, but the reality is I get paid more and I get to spend more time. She said with a cover, she'll typically get, you know, like a couple days or a week that she works on one cover. But with the posters, she can take anywhere between two to three weeks to finish one, uh, which is insane. And the fact that she gets she gets more money for him, I mean, that just makes sense. I get it. I don't... I mean, I, I always figured, like, that comic book artists got the script, got everything that they needed to make. And now it makes sense. Some of these, yes, they do comics and books, um, that they get more time to do these covers. And now it makes sense. Some of them you're like, well, what does it have to do with the story? And you're like, they literally, they, between a day and three days max, usually like if, and she's like, wow, it's, and even uh, Colleen was saying there's times it's in the morning it's due or I need sketches in the morning. You're like, whoa. Yeah, you don't always have the full script. Sometimes all you have is like the covers that have been released so far and like the preview synopsis and that's it. And so you kind of have to guess where where the issue's going. And that's why I like Bartel's whole evergreen thing. I like the idea of the cover not necessarily having to follow the narrative directly, but to be something that could be a standalone piece that still applies to the overarching storyline. I think that's really clever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, okay, if I could pick one of these, Right, right over there. I want her. I want that one. Uh, I forgot what that girl's name is. Not, not Ellie. The other one that, the, with the with the, the uh, braided ponytail. I think I like that one a lot. I don't know why. Mm, I think that's Katniss. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, guys. That's not Katniss. <laughs> All right. So we were talking a little bit before the show because I was asking Jen. Um, we were talking about her technique here, and Jen wanted to point out a couple things. Go ahead. Just the you see the stages that it goes through. Yeah. And I really like the very basic, like, yes, the colors look uh, amazing. And then the trade dress, like that's the comicsology only uh, comic book. Uh, but I just love like the first image, like it, you could see how much true detail, like when into before coloring. That's what Trish, she was saying on one of the shows a while back. She's like, you know, cause I, I was lacking the appreciation for black and whites. And she's like, well, that's where you see the technique, the detail, you see the amount of skill that the artist has because colors can unfortunately kind of uh, mask those in a lot of ways. And she's like, so I, I like the inks. And I, once she said that, I was just sitting there on the show like, holy crap, that is, that is such a good point. Anyway, anyways, so this is the first one we wanted to show you guys the transition over from black and white to color. And same thing here. Jen, what were you saying about this one? Uh, so this is Black Canary from Birds of Prey that was on uh, the DC universe and the actress that she did like, so in one of the uh, panels that we got to watch, they, she talked about always doing at least three images and then picking one from that. And so it was really awesome that she posted the three and then the one she finally chose. And then you just see like, she's so talented. Oh, I, I would buy just her rough sketches. I'm like, mm -hmm. yes, I am in. Uh, guys, if you are just hopping in really quickly here, uh, make sure that you are following the show and give it a thumbs up, leave a comment, share it out if you don't mind. We are covering Tula Lote tonight. 
we're kind of giving you some background on who she is as a person. We like to highlight them first and then move into what their books are doing on eBay mm -hmm. and across the market. So special thank you to Cover Price for sponsoring the show and providing us with all this incredible information. Make sure that you go to their site, subscribe, use code FLIPSIDE, and you get two months at $1.99 a month for their unlimited membership. Mm -hmm. Not too shabby. All right, back up onto this one, though. I, I agree with you. I think the Black Canary, this is a cool character. Look at She's such a badass. She captures that toughness in the face, and she nailed it. I know Birds of Prey was, a lot of people were like, mm. I'm like, dude, what, if you don't like it, maybe it's not for you. Like, mm -hmm. it's okay not to like something. Like, other people might like it. Like, I thought it has a lot of potential. I look forward to the next one. And I liked her character a lot. Like, at first I was like, this isn't the Black Canary that I grew up with or knew, but I'm not in charge, so I'm just along for the ride. I love this rendition of it. This is mm -hmm. gorgeous. It's just, it's so well done. Um, all right, and that's another thing, since we're talking a little bit here about Tula's technique, in one of the interviews we were watching, she was saying how, you know, most people, if you guys aren't familiar, hire a separate, separate colorist but she's kind of like a one man show. She does all the initial sketches, she does the inks. And then she said that she doesn't feel like it's completed until she does her own coloring, that that's part of her process. She does it start to finish. And obviously she prefers the color. That's where she said her stuff kind of comes to life is when she's able to add in that color. But really, really interesting artist. And then the fact that when you hear artists talk about analog or traditional, right? Having mm -hmm. the original piece so they can sell it and then if you just do straight digital, but sometimes with that, like uh, deadlines, they have to do digital because they can do changes like that. Whereas in, if it's traditional, it's really hard to change something like someone's hair or because like I have to go back and like start over essentially yeah. when it's something that intricate to the piece. So yeah, Lote just recently switched over to digital, which she said it was inevitable. I think that's what the majority of artists nowadays are switching over to because there are all these last minute adjustments that have to be made to fit the storyline or whatever the retailer or the publisher requests. And so it mm -hmm. makes it easier. But yeah. All right, let's jump into it. Let's see what Tulalote is doing on the market. All right, Jen, what do we got here? So Elephant Man number 45 is her first interiors. Okay. Uh, so if you're looking to collect her early work. This is her first interior, element number 45, two bucks. Like, I'm sure you can also find in back issue bins for like around a dollar. Like, I, I'm i always really surprised when you see people's first, cause you're like, well, I'm sure it goes for like a lot. And you're like, oh, attainable, awesome. Yeah, $2. Yeah, same thing with Elephant, Elephant Man number 54. That's her first cover. It's actually front and back. So when you open it up, it'll be a full image. It doesn't look like her, does it? Like, if I saw that and I was flipping through the box, I would not go, oh, man, here, here we well, go. This is a low take cover. If you have time, scroll back through her Instagram. She has stuff from, like, 2013. And it's so cool to see, like, the evolution of, of her art. Her style. Yeah. Yeah, this one I would not have guessed. The colors that you think of with her aren't necessarily here. It's still fantastic. And the use of light is wonderful. But it's just mm -hmm. not her signature yet. Well, like, this this book came out, like, 2013, 2014. Um, and then The Witching Hour, oh, it's also, it's also $2. The Witching Hour, uh, it's just a number one. Like, there's not, like, it's not sequential, right? Like, none, there's no next one. It's just, like, a like a standalone. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the cover is actually Jenny Friesen. It was, like, around 2000, I think, 13 or 14 also, this book. She's an interior. So this is, uh, like, her second interior. So, again, if you're looking for either early Jenny Friesen or 
early work of hers, she's in this. And it's what, three, four, 390? Like, or you can find, again, this is like online, back issue bends. Like, I can't believe, like, and this cover is stunning. It's incredible. This is such a badass cover. But this is kind of, I wonder if they met at that panel we were watching. Because you were saying that they do this a lot. Like one of them will do the cover and, or first we'll do the cover and then you'll have Lote on the interior. Yeah. And I, I know they follow each other on social media. Well, it just, it's, it's crazy how, like, again, so Tula's done over 300 interiors and covers. And to see all the books that they have in common, you're like, hmm, I, they have to be friends. Like, I would, I would just like, you would think, right? I mean, at some point they've had to have communicate. I don't know. We're, oh, we're speculating there. Yeah. And then, but for this witching hour, there is a variant by Julian Tedesco Tatino. Uh, it looks a, a, a lot different, but that's, it's a variant of this. It goes for ballpark around the same price if you come across it. Yeah, it's an awesome cover. I would definitely pick this one up for four bucks. Not only are you getting, your kids kind of a it's a win-win. You're getting Lotte and Frizen all in one in a mm -hmm. stunning cover. So yeah, guys, if you're just hopping in, we are spotlighting Tula Lotte tonight because honestly, because we got so many requests for it. Mm -hmm. You guys were asking for it and we heard you and here you go. This is the first panel or the first slide of the night showing you her first interior, her first exterior on Elephant Man, and then another interior she did with Frizen over on the Witching Hour. Mm -hmm. Under five bucks for all three of these. Can't go wrong there. All right, next up. Yep, her first series, her first series where she got to just do every cover, right? And I'm pretty sure she did interiors. Um, but the series is really attainable. You can ballpark get it for around fifteen dollars for all seven or eight. Oof. Um, so that's a great again, another great. And she, who, she wrote. Who's the writer? Ellis. Uh, Warren Ellis wrote this. Yeah, and they, these are beautiful covers yet again. This is where I see, like, again, you get that little step forward to what you recognize her for. Don't you think there's a little bit of similarities here, too, with Frizen's work? A little bit. It's it's really interesting to see, because she even talks about uh, artists have, she knows that artists have, like, highs and lows, right? If you're really popular for a while, and it, it's interesting to see how it, again, evolves. Yes. How it evolves, but, like how you see similarities. I, I just, she's. <laughs> You're a fan now. <laughs> I mean, I was a fan before, but I'm more appreciative now, more than ever. Now that you get to know that, that's kind of the point of the show though, is to kind of give people a little bit deeper insight into what these women are capable of doing and how they got to where they are. It's fascinating. Three bucks for this raw comic, can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. We were talking again before the show that she has a lot of variants. Um, not a ton of store exclusives yet, but a lot of variants. And this is another example of one. Yeah, the ratio variants are crazy. Like, mm -hmm. again, like it was really hard to kind of pick which ones, but come on, Vision. And I love what she did with like his cup with the, with the like. Um. Yeah. Uh, so this Vision one. It's number two from 2015. I think so. Yeah. During that the, the the series where he has a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the one in 25. So it's going for about oh man. See, this one's tricky though because it's like coming from the UK. You're trying to get like okay. a shit ton in. What's the thing too? I know people love just doing. This is the price I paid, and you're like, how much is that shipping? Because if it was free, I understand. I'm going to give you this. 
but shipping from the UK, 30 bucks here. So you got it for 18.50, but really kind of got it for 50, right? Yeah, I would say if, if it was in the States, you would have paid $5 shipping. So it would make it a $45 book if you bought but it in the States. That's something that like, and even like, I know a lot of people don't like talking about shipping or putting it a part of the price, but I really feel like it really should be a combo. Cause it's like, unless you're getting it at a comic book store for a set price, you have to include shipping. Or does it make you feel better when you don't include it? No, I, I completely agree with you. When I look at eBay, I'm always like scanning through and there's like some will say like $14.99 and those ones will sell with $6 shipping and they'll zoom over the ones that say like $17 free shipping. And it's like, guys, do, do the math there, you know, like yeah. what's happening? <laughs> they just see the initial price. They're like, that's what I paid. But it's like, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Especially with eBay. I think that you got to include that shipping into what you're actually paying for the book. This yeah. is a cool one though. I'm not like... I don't know. I, I'm not really familiar with Vision. I, I know the basics of Vision, well, look, but... If you see this in the back issue bin, because sometimes, you know, these, these ratios you can find sometimes cheaper. It just, you need to know what they are. Like, they don't say ratio variant. I wish they did, because they're like, oh, ratio variant, ding, but then I think comic book stores would keep it at a higher price, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Right now, you kind of, on the DL, be like, yoink, 100. Yeah, this just says variant. doesn't give you any indication. You're mm -hmm. right. That's interesting. But yeah, another one that you can get for under 20 bucks. Not too shabby. Ooh, I like this one. This one's think, really pretty. I think this is from the seventh or sixth Black Widow series. It's another one, ratio variant. Some is really hard to find, like, listings for. And I, I, I think I remember when this came out and it, like, went up and now it's kind of... But forty four ninety nine won, what, June 2021? Yeah, a couple months ago. And someone got it for a freaking steal for 9.8 for $33. Oh, wait, no, that's less than a month ago. What are we in? We're in July. No, we're still in June. This That's this month. Okay, so this month, $45. A graded one for 33 Dude, you have to oh. put it on your saved. You you heart it or you oh. save it, and then you just keep trying to follow it. Because you never know. Because people sometimes put things for like 99 cents or super cheap. Oh, man. That's awesome. I'm happy for whoever that is. If that's you watching the show right now that got that for $33, congratulations. Jeez. Uh, yeah, this is a gorgeous cover. I really love the facial expression she has here. It's that same, like, just don't mess with me look that Black Widow always pulls off. Really mm -hmm. beautiful composition. I like that she positioned her off to the side. It's very, very pretty. Um, yeah, and for under $50, and it's on an upward trend. It seems like all these are so far. Yeah. Uh, so this is from 2016, if you guys are looking through and trying to find it. All right, let's see here. Supreme deserves more love, but Warren Ellis is now tainted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Slash and Burn by Vertigo also shows off. To oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember coming across a Slash and she, Burn from her. She has so many. Like I was going through all the series and different covers, and I'm like, "There's two. There's two. Like we could do a five parter." And I'd be like, oh, "We." did it <laughs> no i am thinking but weren't those ones a little risque are is that what i'm thinking um, the slash and burn ones i think i did come across them but I yeah, those... risque is she has later on the list Ooh, her her risque stuff is like where i feel like she shines because she's so good at creating these sexy hey guys quick little tidbit at the end of the show tonight we are going to be unveiling tula lote's newest cover and it is so hot but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting excited. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. Next up, we have the villains variant Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number three. 
I'm not going for that. I'm not going for crazy amounts. Yeah. Like, it's nice to put some attainable stuff, right? Besides coming yeah. from her first. I'm a Power Rangers fan. Just Frank Ogle has something coming out tomorrow, possibly. But uh, I just really like all the villain variants. And I thought she, she knocked out of the park with this one. Oh, this is beautiful. Again, she's starting to bring in some more of that color that I kind of identify her with. And this is this is nice. And 2016 also. 2016 seems like a super busy year for her. I mean, she's always busy, but yeah. Yeah, she was saying that like nowadays she doesn't even she just she can't fit anything else in. I I, I don't want to give too much away, but the fact that you guys will see at the end of the show, just just stay tuned. So yeah, again, uh, you were saying Frank Gogo might have something coming out tomorrow. Phantom Ranger goodness. I, I don't know. I think I think you might be right. And from what I've been seeing on social media, it's doing really well. So shout out to our friend, writer Frank Gogol. He's over at Source Point and he puts out some really great stuff. And he has a Power Rangers book coming up tomorrow. So check that out. All right, moving on. The one in 25 variant. This is Jen's. Go go ahead, Jen. This is okay. this is your thing. So <laughs> while gleaming some of her her interviews and stuff, I came across that she was a Star Wars fan like growing up. I'm like, that's awesome. And I start like looking and this Han Solo came up. I never before deep diving, I didn't know this 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 one was even out there. And I love when ratios you can get it for cheaper than probably when it first came out. But oh yeah. Han Solo, like Tulote? Yes. Yeah, you, you said that you're like, hey Laura, she had Star Wars covered. I'm like, what? I mean, no, maybe. If Jen said so, then yeah. I'm like, I mean, look it up. And so I'm sitting there looking it up. I'm like, no shit, she did do one. And this is how cool is it to be a Star Wars fan as a kid? And then she was able to do a cover for the book. I mean, this must have been just like a dream come true for her. And I love how he's just like super leaning casually next to his wanted poster, and that girl is just like I think she likes it. I think she's kind of like, okay. His scoundrel. She, she's, in, she's intrigued. Look at how her legs propped up. She's thinking about it. <laughs> she's like, this is worth the risk. Uh, okay, so $5 plus $5 shipping. So mm -hmm. if you're going to be like Jen and I are here, it's a $10 book. <laughs> and it's funny because this is the book that uh, we talked about the writer. Oh, shoot. She did uh, Monstrous. She was oh. Marjorie Liu? No, that was the artist. Uh, Sana Tanika. No, no, but the Marjorie, this is Marjorie's uh, Han Solo book. No, uh really? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. that's another great pairing then. So you're mm -hmm. getting a two for one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really cool. Now I now I definitely want this. So you got Lotte <laughs> on the cover and you got Lou on the interiors. That's fantastic. That's oh, really the, neat. The, the writer. So remember, she the, the one that wrote Monstrous is the one that, that wrote the Han Solo. She had the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the stakita on the inside. Got it. That's really cool. Oh, I'm a huge Monstrous fan, though, now. I After we did our last show, I just fell down the rabbit hole on that one. I'm trying to get all the covers. You know how hard that is? You it's want all task. the covers? I want all of them. And I found some people that are... That's another show. Oh, I, I found a couple cool. that are selling them, but it's like crazy amounts. We have some of them kind of scattered around here, but to find the full collection, it's, it's a lot. That's... That would be a good, when you finally get it, just showing all of them. Mm-hmm. And I want them all in near mint condition. Or else. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one I think is beautiful. This is one of my favorites that we're going to be showing you guys tonight. The Gamora cover, I think, is absolutely stunning. Such a good use of color. I mean, she's beautiful. Look at the, look at the neckline. Look at the hair. 
the line work here is fantastic. I'm really a fan of this one. This is uh, sold out in April for, again, if you're going to add in the shipping, you're looking at more of a $30 book for this one in 25 variant. What do you think, Jen? I just love showing the covers because I definitely, when I watch other YouTube shows, will screenshot. So while I'm digging, I'm like, because then it helps you remember what's a ratio variant, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, screenshot. Let me just remember to put that in my little. Okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this came out in 2016 also, and it, yeah, Gamora number one. Like, <sighs> Oh, it's so pretty. This one's probably hard to find, though. You never know. Back is this the only listing on eBay? Uh, I think there was a few. The one that I had trouble with was the Ninjak one. But mm -hmm. yeah, this one, I think you can still hunt this down. Yeah, this is very pretty. This is definitely something I'd be willing to spend the money on. The use of color... I, I understand why Lote doesn't consider a piece finished until she's added the color. Cause I think that's like where she shines is when yeah. she adds in those very strategic uses of color. Like the way that the blue and the pink kind of fade together is very cool. Um, really quickly guy, I just saw a couple more people hop in. Hi, welcome into comic book women. If this is your first time with us, usually we have our third Lucy here, but she's taking the night off. We are thrilled to have you still though. So make sure that you give the show a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. At the very end of our Lote show tonight, we will be unveiling her new cover that releases tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, let's keep on, let's keep on cruising. This is a, another one of my favorites. I, when, okay, before the show, Jen's like, all right, Laura, what are some of the ones that you just have to have on here? And I'm like, this is one of them. I have yet to find it, but I love it. It I could not find a sold listing on eBay. The uh, cover price from August 2020. That's crazy. About a one in 50. And it's yeah. a 20, it's 26. Like, it's definitely added to the hunt list, but holy moly. Like, so whoever has these are holding on to them. You're not seeing mm -hmm. them on sale a lot right now. You're not, you're not finding them. But it, I need to come up with more words besides awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is fantastic. I need to come up with more words than fantastic. Let's switch. You be fantastic and I'll be awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. The use of the hair and how it creates that depth on this cover is beautiful. And the splotches of red everywhere. It, it's stunning. I'm, again, this is one that I would consider spending the money on if I could find one, which tends to be the issue. I'm telling you, when you're going through... Do not skip comics because that's when you could possibly be missing like a gem like this. Oh, we got a bunch of first time viewers. Welcome in guys. Cool. We are very, very excited to have you. Yeah. Isn't this beautiful? All about comics. I've, if I could find this, I would be all over it, but so, okay. The last recorded sale was back in August. So, I mean, if you want to even consider that a downward trend of 0.01%, I don't even know that that's hard to base it off of anything though. Cause there's nothing else up. Yeah. So this is also from two. No, this is from 2017. Yeah. Man, that's beautiful. She's, I think she said that she's worked for all the publishers. I think. Really. Valiant, DC, Marvel. Uh, uh she she has that Kickstarter. Well, I mean, we'll image obviously, yeah. and yeah, this is beautiful. I I think it's incredible how much she has accomplished in less than ten years of technically being on the scene. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. It's, were you doing the math in your head? 
Yeah, I was like, I saw your eyes. You're like, oh, carry the one. <laughs> it doesn't Vice. feel like that long ago, but I know. Dang it. Somebody was saying they're doing a Clifford the dog show. And I told my kids, I'm like, hey, you guys are doing Clifford. And they're like, who's Clifford? Oh, was it a movie? I don't know. Yeah, Clifford was the dog. Yeah, we grew up with Clifford. Sorry. I know, but my kids had no idea. They're like, what, what's Clifford? I'm like, the, the big red oh. dog. And they're like, oh, you're so old. I'm like, thanks, children. It's not like you're talking about Pippi Longstocking. Oh, Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> that's another one. That's kind of going with yeah, this, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. She stole exactly. her hairstyle. Oh, yeah. that was, man, that's nostalgic. Uh, all right, let's keep going. We are talking Tula Lote covers, and there are a lot. So we're just highlighting the ones that we think that you guys should definitely keep an eye out. This one, unfortunately, is very difficult to find if you do snag it up. All right, um, man, this this cover on the left reminds me such frizzin vibes, right? Oh yeah. Okay, uh, what what are these about? You had a story behind these. Well, so she was talking about a couple of comics that her dad got her, and like twenty AD was like one of the ones that he he liked to read. So when she got to do these covers, like she was super jazzed. Uh, the one on the right is from two thousand eighteen. The one on the left is from two thousand nineteen. And again, this was really hard to find. Like, yes, you see the the quote unquote cheapness, but look at Again, they're coming from the UK. Like the shipping, like ooh. Yeah. So I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna consider the shipping part of the actual cost, total cost, then you're looking at about roughly twenty-five dollars for the one on the left and roughly thirty-five dollars for the one on the right. And nothing in the States on these, huh? Well, because they're from I, I couldn't find any in America that these were all from from the UK. Hmm. So it, it, I need I need more time. Like, I, <laughs> stupid job. I could like sit there and just like deep dive all day long. Uh, but yeah, there's. Just, I just like that she has ties, like fatherly ties with this, and she's like. And it's also yeah. just red. Come on, man. That's stunning. But again, you see, you see this some of that similar to those sepia tones, which I would have thought or I would have guessed that this one was a frizzin. I'm like, all right, this is frozen. This one's Lote. So, yeah, you definitely see some of the styles crossover when you have creators that work closely together. It's also interesting to see, like, 2018 to 2019. Like, you're starting, like, I like to do the list in, like, the order it comes out at. Because sometimes you do see the evolution of the style. Yeah, for sure. Oh, look at this. So, JJ Maxwell is saying, if you want to save shipping, look for it on UK stores that have a site because eBay international shipping is always higher. That is a great tidbit. I like that. That's a really good tip. Thank you, JJ. Do that in general, you guys. Um, for those of you who are new, sorry, my kids are running on the background. Uh, I am the co-owner of Bird City Comics. We are a retailer. And it always amazes me that people don't try to find the book on the retailer's site first. Because we do, I mean, most the eBay is all aftermarket prices. Like, mm -hmm. find it from the retailer and you'll get a much better deal. Nine times out of ten. Uh, we just released a zoo or zoo book last week. Hopefully you guys are able to get a hold of that. I know. I, I warned you guys. I'm like, it's going to sell out. And, and it did. It sold really fast because she's so talented. Uh, but anyway, so I went and tried to find her basilisk cover. Have you seen the zoo or zoo basilisk cover? It's so pretty. It's like a profile and like she's crying a blood tear i think yeah well anyway on ebay it's selling for like 80 dollars, and so i just dug around a little bit and i found the retailer and got it for 20 bucks from their site Ooh. yeah anyway that's just illustrating that point <laughs> oh this is a uk publication yeah so find it but you find a uk uh store <laughs> no so jj found uh 
uh, a green, a early Green Knight book. Really? Yeah, for like a really good price. I'm, 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 I'm super excited. Oh, that's awesome. That's very cool of you, JJ. How kind. How very kind. All right, next up, Abbott. Um, this is one of the ones when pre-show we were talking about. This was all over the place a few weeks back. Like I remember everybody trying to get their hands on this. There is a black and white version of the one on the left, the it's one in 25. Color. Yeah, and I, I like the colored one better, but I think the black well, and white. Okay, so I said the to get the black and white if you can't get because the black, I think it's like way cheap. It's like almost half the price yeah. of the color. So you're like, hmm, if you can't have the, I'll just go and pay half. Just but color it in. No, or, or <laughs> you can pay her to do it and then CGC it. That, that would be cool. Take it to a con, find her, and just like, can you can you just color this really quickly? But these are both beautiful books. On the left, we have the what? It was just I, I couldn't find if it was a ratio variant, I just kept coming across that it was like a retailer variant. So I like, I want to say that it has to be like a one in 10 or 125. I just couldn't find that and like put a stamp on it. So I just, just it, and this, this was like May 31st that it sold for 35 and $5 shipping. So, and so, but Abbott was optioned, correct? Right. I remember Mel talking about this book. This is one of his one of his big ones. He was really excited about it. Uh, I have not read it, unfortunately, but I want to. Yeah, I was able to get the the Abbott nineteen seventy three. I love that boom sells the ratios at ratio. Uh, actually, I, I think I got that from from their site from Frank and Comic Despective at like around the same time. Posted, hey, why are you paying? times whatever when you can just get it at ratio on the boom site but like <laughs> then once it's sold out it's sold out like you you won't get it again that's right i do remember you bringing that up when we had this a while back um but it, it's a beautiful cover once again great job. you're starting to see this like her style is just becoming more and more and she's really good at creating sensual scenes that are just so yeah, Abbott number one came out in 2018, and then this Abbott number three came out uh, 2021. So you're, yeah, definitely between 2018 and today, or this year, yeah, between yeah. The, the evolution and the, the growth. So both of these are about $40, $45, roughly, once you include shipping and all of that jazz. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have them, I would highly recommend slabbing that one in 25. I think that is an evergreen piece. But That's Abbott one number one? 2018, like if, if you're specking on this option, which again, when things are optioned, it may not happen, takes yeah. two to five years, depending on like production and co coming out. So you still have time, like in people's, uh, I don't say ADD, but like people tend to forget every now and then and prices will dip. Yeah. Buy it on the low, wait until it comes out. And then in 15 years, flip it. Or <laughs> hopefully not 15 years <laughs> but yeah you're right if you look at the ebay and everything there are trends because you see some people are like okay i'm not selling any of these they're going back down i'll just sell them for whatever or they're, they're more apt to take offers at that point mm -hmm. and then the buzz will start climbing again as we get closer to when it actually is released in a different medium yeah all right very cool let's keep going uh next up Ooh. okay guys i should have warned you before we went to this slide well, it's sounds weird we don't see anything yeah, some Alote stuff is very sexual. That's just part of her um, her style, her signature. She's able to do these very 
erotic scenes. Uh, so the one on the left, you should, I mean, that's kind of a given though. It's Faithless. When Faithless first came out, I just was like, poly bags. What? what, what is this? That? And I was talking to one of the retailers and they're like, yeah, it's erotic. And I'm like, well, I mean, like subjective. He's like, no, it's <laughs> show stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. But I mean, this is, this is really pretty. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Wish but, okay. But would you, I know people are unsure about like keeping it bagged or popping it back, popping it open, right? <laughs> well, cause you find, I, I didn't know that keeping it in the poly bag, like could damage the comic. Like I never knew that before. Wait, how can it damage the comic? Well, like humidity maybe? Well, cause, cause you're keeping it in. It's, it's not like the poly bag isn't the greatest plastic in the whole entire world. And you also don't know if it, like, like I tried to like feel the spine to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then you don't know like what the condition is on the interior, but I mean, but do you open it or do you not open it? I say you buy two and you open one, you keep one. If I bought two and I opened one, I'd want to know it was in the other one. Well, because weren't there like multiple poly bags, or does it tell you on the outside of the poly oh, bag? So the outside was all different. Like, so it would be like the black cover was all too lote, like the outer poly bag. was red. Yeah, I think so. Like they all had different colors, so like you knew. And then like per issue, they kind of like let you know a little bit. Like they're not gonna, like it's not like the Power Rangers one where it's like, "What'd you get?" Right? <laughs> or like the Walking Dead one, right? Where they're like, "Would you have gotten a cool one that was like super rare?" You have to find out, and you're like. Oh. Yeah, that would drive me in. Poly bags have seams that can put a crease in the book, okay, and not acid-free all the time either. Uh, heat shrinks the poly bag, and over time, the crease in the bag can imprint onto the cover. Hmm. Thanks, guys. So are we in consensus that you take it out? For the for the health of the book, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you get the crappy Marvel ink, you get color rub sometimes. I was so upset when I I was not aware of the Marvel rub. And so I went to take a comic back out to read it. And I was like, this wasn't on the back cover when I first put it in. Mm -hmm. And I was like talking to the, uh, the manager at a comic book store. And he's like, wait, how do you put your comic book in your bag? And I'm like, well, I just, I slide in. He's like, no. Oh, no. we've had people call us and they're like, um, so now there's a mark on it. And we're like, okay, but, but was it there But when you got it? They're like, no, but it's there now. And we're like, you have to have the board in the comic married you both put it in the bag like that and you pull it out of the bag like that, especially modern comics that are Marvel. Cause holy moly. I still don't do that. I know you're supposed to, but I don't. Uh, I know. I don't Jen. I just uh, like, <sighs> yeah. Anthony gives me the same look. He's a Laura. And I'm like, what? It's fine. It, it would, Until it's it like boom comics are different, right? Like other, other, like, uh, but you would think as a, as a, as a publisher, and the inks you use, you're like, ooh, maybe we should either like do this or do that. So, but they don't care. They're like, especially like Marvel. They're like huge. That would be one that, you, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's move on to the next one. Oh, that was the end of our market report, guys. But we are going to be unveiling um, Tula Lote's newest cover here in a few minutes. What were you gonna say, Jen? Uh, there's supposed to be a slide with what's coming out soon. So she's doing a Firefly. Hold on, in July, that's like a variant. I don't know if... Oh, oh no, they're not on here. Hang on, let me... So there's a Firefly. It's like that one where Wash has... Like, they had a kid. And so she's... she's So there's one for that, but I couldn't find it in previews. But she posted it on either her Twitter or her Instagram. 
follow Tulote on her social media, she posts stuff. She also posted uh, Wonder Woman uh, Black and Gold number four she's doing. Freaking mm -hmm. amazing looking. Mm -hmm. And then you have that uh, disc discover discovered country, Undis undiscovered country is coming out in July also. So if she you're did, she did. Oh, go hmm? ahead. What? Oh, she did Briggsland too. I was trying to think of ones that we didn't bring up that you guys don't know about. And then crossover number six just came out, and that was hers too, right? Yeah, that yeah, that just came out. And so, what was the one that you really liked that was, that was on your list? That was the variant of Tula's. It just came out. Um, she did a Department of Truth that came out recently, but that wasn't a variant. I don't oh, know. Homesick Pilot. Oh, right. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was thinking. Not Crossover. I was thinking, yeah. Um, and then she did uh, A Firepower. Ooh, that one's pretty. Yeah, that, that, that's already out. Ooh, I like that one a lot. Um, I know it's not like the best. She did A Shadecraft. Uh, shoot, where's the one? Sorry, you guys. <laughs> we were supposed to have a slide, but we, we dismissed it. So, our bad. Yeah, she, also, this... she also had a uh, a Kickstarter for Girl with No Name. Um, that was pretty cool. You can probably find it, actually right now. I think it's like five dollars. Uh, yeah, that's that, when I, that, that's yeah, that was optioned also. Um, oh, this is the Wonder Woman one. Oh shoot, it's kind of hard. Sorry guys. Do, do, don't you feel like these bl um, black and gold covers are just like? phenomenal like every single one i see are just they're so well done that one's really pretty oh, this is the one that's the firefly oh i like Start. that one too sorry guys and then <laughs> i'm like the, leading into the screen like it's gonna help i know and then undiscovered country number 14 comes out in july also oh, shoot Ooh, that looks very cool too right? no, that's perfect hold it right there that was perfect oh She's yeah. really good at getting that. She captures the expression on these women's faces like nobody's yeah. business. Very cool. Like that. The Wonder Woman yet isn't yet um, in solicitations. I, I looked for it. I'm kind of guessing it's going to be. Look how oh, good. Wow. Look at that. So she posted that on one of her on one of her social medias. So I, I saw in solicitations that number three was That's like for gorgeous. August. So I'm guessing September or number four. Yeah, you might be able to buy it. Well, maybe you can pre-order it. Yeah. That's beautiful, though. That's very, very pretty. All right, next up. So that was the market report on Lotte. Now we're going to talk about our new comics that are coming out tomorrow. We had a bunch. Um, There's so many. And I know, this is not yeah. even all the ones that we were. I know. You told me I could only have one. There's Look, besides this, uh, Archie's putting out S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a character that's been around since, like, Pep Comics. You, know, you guys know, like, Golden Age pre Shield is pre freaking Captain America. Uh, I love that character a lot. Uh, DC had him for a while. Uh, a couple different, whatever. Uh, but yeah, you were really jazzed about White. Yeah. So you guys, I'm assuming most of you out there have heard of Black, which is the name of the cover that came before this. And in that one, you have essentially black people are the only ones that have superpowers. That's that's the premise of the book. It was really controversial, but it was such a good read. But it's I, on the DL. Like it, it, it's not like everyone knows this. And yeah, you're right. It was a, an amazing read. It was just it was really controversial. And I remember Mel talking about how if you go onto eBay and you would type black, 
you know, Black Mask is the publisher and all that would come up would be like COVID masks. <laughs> He's like, it was such a pain in the ass to try to find the actual book because you couldn't oh. use the publisher. And But for the longest time, and then again, I think I've said this a few times and whenever I say it, someone's always like, why are you telling these things? And it's like, because number one, people don't always follow what you're saying, but mm. always look at the publishers, especially the smaller ones. So Boom has ratios on their site. Black Mass Studios had, when Black was going crazy, I like went on their thing and I bought two at cover and I was like, cool. Like I don't have to pay the 30 bucks it was going for. Uh, so always check out smaller publications actual website some of their ratios like we wouldn't even wouldn't even show the covers because like some again guys this is not like a this it is it's a controversial topic so yeah. but i i wanted i knew that they were coming out with white so i'm curious to see what the writers do it it's been it, like i'm joking they talked about this but i've been seeing it too where it would pop up like oh here's foc and then okay and then nothing happens. And then FOC again. And I was like, what the heck? And then I was in drug and chat. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's been FOC a couple times. And they keep talking about, like, the print run, about how people are ordering, like, a lot. But then the publisher is like, oh, we did this much. So now I think White, even though it hasn't even come out yet, is in print, second print. Are you like, serious? Yeah. Wow. So does that mean that people that got the first print are probably going to hike that up then? I mean, I mean that's... It, it comes comes out so I, I still haven't seen it on shelves like any of the competitors in chicago so yeah it's probably it's gonna be really good i think i i think it will be too i mean again if you if any of you out there had read this it's a really interesting story um the, maybe the foc got moved around too because there was just so much turmoil around this topic recently too so it's an oh. interesting one and i, I debated even putting it on here because i mean comic books everybody has opinions on stuff and people get offended and people get irritated or whatever, but take all that out of it. It's a really good story. And I'm curious to see what they do when they flip the coin. So you have black as the, the, uh, the prequel and now you have, you have white. So if you can pick it up, I, I think you should. And then the department of truth, I just like this mosaic looking cover. I thought that was cool. I'm like, Hey, this is, this is one that would catch my eye if I was cruising by in the store. So yeah. What's the one in the middle? Uh, so I chose uh, Pine Ranger's Ultimate Edged, uh, Ultimate Edged Darkness. That is uh, Phantom Ranger. So Phantom Ranger does have a cameo appearance uh, in, oh shoot, was it number 12 of the Micro from Heart Ranger line? But this is the first full where there's dialogue and I'm just, it, yeah. It looks cool. I like the cover. It's interesting. But look at this. Over 40k orders on white number one already. So it is already in second print. That's insane. And it hasn't been released yet. Okay. Uh, so yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank, Frank with Power Rangers. I'm, I'm, I'm looking very much forward to that. And then I did the yeah, Star Wars Insider, the FOC variant. So one thing that I was never really aware of until I started doing these shows was like FOC variants where you have a super small window <laughs> of finding something out and ordering it and it coming out. Because I would see some things make the list and I'd go to the comic book store and I'm like, oh, we didn't know about it. But if you ever hear about something, let us know. Ahsoka, come on. Like, how can you not? I know it's a magazine. It's a Star Wars Insider. Like $9.99. But oh, I like it so much. <laughs> I like the cover, too. This is nice. It's very nice. Um, Yeah, guys, Lucy, our third that's usually here was unable to make it tonight but her pick she picked parasomnia 
which I don't know what that's about. What's any any premise on that? I'm assuming it's horror. And insomnia, so parasomnia. Maybe you can't sleep, and that's when all the you see all the paranormal people. I don't know, something along those lines. But that was her pick because she's really into horror books, and Lucy always has really good ones. So if you're a horror fan, I would definitely hop on her pick on Parasomnia again. That's a really neat cover too. It's intriguing. Mm-hmm. I want to learn. I just looking at that. I want to learn more about it. And then she also chose Darling. That is coming out tomorrow. Uh, the creators, Michael Flezak, uh, and well, in the channel, I should say we've we've interviewed them a couple of times and really great guys. They based this book off of the journals of his brother that mm-hmm. died of an overdose, and they are taking a percentage of the proceeds and donating them to institutions that help with addiction. So it's kind of a win-win. You earn some major karma points if you pick that one up. The one on the screen is the Bird City Comics exclusive, but there's also just the regular um, cover price one. Feel free to pick that one up too. It doesn't matter which one. Yeah, and yeah. It doesn't matter which one you get. Just as long as you buy a Darling book, some of the proceeds will go to helping them. Yeah, and it's from SourcePoint Press. That's right. I like Uh, this one. Yeah. I, I think people are hesitant about it, but it's like, just give it a chance. It's such a cool story. Especially if you, the Alice in Wonderland twist is, mm. is really fascinating. Falling down the rabbit hole. And the, the main character, Francis Darling is kind of an anti-hero. That's kind of how they present him in this story. And it's kind of like a Hail Mary to kind of redeem his soul. So he tries to find a missing girl. It's interesting. So, oh, parasomnia, at least as a medical diagnosis and strange behaviors people have in a wakeful and a like a wakeful sleep. Huh. Okay. Thanks, JJ. Yeah, he's really handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should have JJ on the sleepwalking, for instance. Sleepwalking is so creepy. Oh man. Yeah. 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 So but, those are our picks. Dude, but Black Widow number eight is coming out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Canto, City of Giants number three. Like there's a lot of ones that we wanted to like Monstrous 35. I'm so really excited about Shield, even though, like, yeah. And then you promised me Darkness, number three. Like, there's just. It's Wait, really... aren't they doing a reprint of that one too? Oh, there's so many different reprints of that. Like the one. cat on it. That's yeah. What I was thinking. There's so many different reprints. But it, yeah, there's just. It's <laughs> it's tough because it's like okay, we'll pick just one. And then I was like looking at your guys' picks, and I was like, well, I like the Ahsoka one too. I'm gonna put that on there. And then it's like, well. There's other ones we can talk about. Oh, crap. Okay, well. These are all solid picks. I mean, there's there's just a lot of good stuff out right now. The indie market's just killing it with these amazing stories. Mm-hmm. All right, so guys, before we call it for the night, last week, I like to give the Tales from the Flipside viewers a little bit of a heads up on things that I think are going to be worth looking out for. And so we showed you guys, we unveiled our zoo or zoo cover last week. Uh, thank you for those of you out there that supported that. It sold out within within hours. It actually crashed the site because there were so many people that came at once. Um, pretty incredible. She's she's amazing. The OA on it sold like right off the bat. So thank you guys for supporting us on that. And we thought it only appropriate since we were highlighting Tula Lote this week to show you guys. We commissioned her for a sweet paprika cover. If you don't know anything about Sweet Paprika, it's very—it's a really fun, uh, sexy, definitely a neurotic book, uh, but it's really good. It was written by Mirka Andolfo, who did the Unnatural series. 
So you can kind of imagine what the style of the book is. It took me over 40 minutes to get a copy. Okay, so Paul, good. So here's some good news. After that happened, we spent the last three or four days, we completely switched our site off of WooCommerce because the WooCommerce service was kept crashing on us. Like that was the problem. So now we are on Shopify. We shouldn't oh. have that issue anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, but well, we got it done. Someone, else, someone tried to buy all 500? Somebody came into the site and tried to kind of like bypass the firewalls. Is that what you call it? Firewalls? Tried to buy all of them and it was just, it was this whole thing and luckily we got it all figured out and we were able to take care of everybody and we were all over social media. But now I'm letting you guys know, again, if you have not subscribed to the Bird City Comics newsletter, please do that. We say newsletter, but really it just notifies you whenever an exclusive goes live. So that way you kind of have a chance to get in on it before it sells out. Whoop, hold on. Knock out my ear. So... Do, do you guys want to see the new Tula Lote cover, her newest cover? And it is releasing. We are going to go live with this tomorrow night. You, you want to see it? Yeah. I'm like <laughs> You're like looking. All right. All right. All right. Boom. There she is. My, my beauty. Uh, Tula Lote. I, I, if you're out there watching Thank you so much for creating this for us. It is a feather in our cap. We are so impressed. The entire process was just so easy with her. Like we messaged her back and forth a little bit. And she's like, do you have an idea of what you guys kind of want? And we're like, you know what? Tula, do your thing. Like just, just, just do wait, your thing. Wait, you got to, you got to. Yeah, I got to talk back and forth with her. And she's, she's so sweet. She uses words like cheers. She's like, cheers. Cool. Talk to you later. Cheers. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can picture it in her voice. But this is the cover that we will be launching tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard. Obviously, there is a naughty cover that we had to censor out, and it is gorgeous. And I just, I don't know. I, I love what she did here. I like how she's just slightly biting her lip. I think it's the perfect amount of sexy, and I love the coloring. What do you think? I... <laughs> So I'm just thinking about, because I've seen like those metallic uh, colored pens for like signatures. Yeah. Like it'd be really cool to have her sign like on the left hand side, like a pink metallic or is that, is that pink or like a purple? It's like a, the, if you see it, it the screens never do it justice. Uh, it's like a neon pink, but then like her corset area is like kind of a purpley color. It's yeah. It'd be and so the, cool to have like that pop in the blue with like the the, the autograph. Oh, I completely agree. I, I would love that. And we were talking with her, we're like, can can we get you on another cover like now? And she's like, I'm so busy, mates. Yeah. She's like, I, well, I don't think I but the fact that we got her on one was just like, and we are doing it as a virgin, so that you won't have the uh sweet paprika title obstructing any of the art. So you have the virgin, you have the naughty, and there'll be options to buy them as you know, a set or whatever, and we'll discount those. Nice. And yeah, so again, head over to Bird City Comics, subscribe to the newsletter. This is the first time that we have shown this cover. Nobody else has seen this. And we wanted to show you guys first as a thank you for supporting comic book women. We love doing this show. There's amazing, talented women out there. So yeah. All I'm right. All now. Why? I had to talk to her. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun. We kind of emailed back and forth. She showed me the preliminary sketches, which just the the prelims were 
gorgeous. I told Anthony the first time she sent us a sketch, we thought it was the finished piece. And we're like, we love it. And she's like, oh no, I'm not even close to being done. And we're like, oh, <laughs> this is so good. Could you wait? So was this all digital or could you buy the this is all digital. I cannot get the OA on this one. Trust me. After the zoo thing, I was thinking about it because I missed out on that zoo OA. Uh, but yeah, the it's it's so well done. And leftover Zaggy, I'm telling you, the 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 booby cover is so pretty. I got to see it, and Anthony and I were just like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. But it's extremely limited. We only printed 500 so of the sets. So you guys are gonna want to make sure that you get on these before they sell up. Anything else you want to add, Jen? So are you guys prepared? So with Shopify, like it won't, it won't. No, yeah, we completely switched over our server. Uh, WooCommerce was nice because it looked really good, but it just, it couldn't handle the traffic that we were getting. So we did it line by line, just switched everything over because we also have the Moon Knight cover that's launching this weekend and we had to make sure that it would, wouldn't crash on us. That cover is amazing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's a, that's a whole other show, huh? Yeah, uh, we we teamed up with Comics with Bueller and released our Moon Knight cover, but it it turned out really cool. Very interesting concept. Um, okay, so yeah, that was it for us for tonight. We'll be back next Tuesday, uh, same time, nine p.m., six p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you guys have suggestions on artists that you want us to feature, feel free to message us either on actually on on this one it would be Message Tales or on our Instagrams, we'll find it, but just let us know and we'll do our best to accommodate. And yeah, I think that's and about it. Make sure you follow Tulute on her Instagram and her Twitter. She's she's very active and shows a lot of her, her stuff. And if you liked seeing us and you miss <laughs> Lucy, we do this thing called Nearing Nirvana and we just geek out for a long time. Yeah, it's a fun show. We weren't able to do it this last Saturday because of technical difficulties, but we'll be back this Saturday. So Nearing Nirvana, uh, Jen, Lucy, and I, and JoJo is usually on that show with us. We go live for about an hour and a half and just talk about, you know, pop culture stuff. It's just a fun show. So find us over there and subscribe. And again, Bird City Comics, you can find them everywhere. And yeah, I think that's it. I think we're, we're just about done. So thank you guys for tuning in. Up next, we have Comic Book Food Chain coming up. I'm going to be over on that one. And I know they have Trish Forstner as a guest tonight. So if you guys are Trish Stray Dogs fans, be sure to check that out. And we will see you next week. All right. Have a good night. Okay.